Alright, welcome back to Clear Eyes, Full Hearts, Plus Booze, the podcast. Hi, I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Mary. We're um, on high alert. Literally. For this podcast. Um, so some shit went down in Toronto today. And it hasn't ended yet. And no. now there's a whole thing near my house. So we're just drinking vodka and trying to take our mind off everything there's um a bomb squad deploying their robots to investigate suspicious packages seconds from the door yeah so so um if we sound tense it's because our vodka hasn't kicked in yet Mm. this vodka is amazing let's not even wait let's fucking talk about it now okay it's called Beatie's Distillers yeah. Farm Crafted Potato Vodka. Farm distilled in Ball in Alliston, Ontario. That makes sense. They're like potato like wizards in Alliston. I didn't know that. There's like a potato um like festival every year. <laughs> Why have we, we never should gone? fucking go? It's like just French fries. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really good. I don't think I've ever had a vodka where it didn't taste a little bit like rubbing Yeah, alcohol. like even like a high But qual. not in a bad way. But this one doesn't at all. It really... We're just drinking it with soda stream water and lemon. And I can't taste it at all. Yeah, like even like a high qual or like expensive vodka still like tastes like vodka. Right. And this is fresh too. It was bottled on August 1st, 2017. There you go. Is that good? I feel like alcohol is supposed to be old. I feel like something like this, like a clear alcohol, doesn't really... Doesn't matter. I don't know. Don't... I'm not obviously an expert, but I feel like I've never seen like an aged vodka or like an aged gin. No one's like delicious, (laughs) 100-year-old vodka. No, I don't think that's a thing. Um... Yeah, because the point of it is that it doesn't have a taste, right? And the mm-hmm. point of scotch is that it takes on the taste of whatever it's like. Yeah, it's like barreled, barreled in. in. <laughs> Geniuses. Okay, let's get down to brass tacks on this episode. This episode was called something. Perfect record? Or? Perfect record. Oh, I get it. I get it now. Um, the summary of this one is... Rivalry week stirs up controversy and the return of a familiar face. Familiar, all right. Who? Jason Street. Oh, okay. I know. So, like, they <laughs> they bungled it so bad that, like, we... I didn't re- make the connection that he was there for rivalry week. Anyway. Oh. Vince just... is caught in the middle between Coach and his father, Ornette. Billy takes Luke under his wing. Um... So I guess we'll start to talk about rivalry week because mm-hmm. it's um, it's not as big a deal as it was last year. No, um, I wish that it was more. There was more emphasis on it, but obviously there's other storylines kind of like interweaving with the actual like football part. But like I'm not over the Panthers. Like, they made us care about the Panthers for three years. Yeah. And now we all of a sudden, last year, we hated the Panthers, which I'm fine with. But now we don't think about them at all. Like, we should, there should still be something because that was such an important part yeah, of the show and our lives. Um, so did, it's really flash in the pan. Did we even see any faces of any players? No. Yeah, it was all like their stunt double football There's no bodies. J.D. McCoy. 
<clears throat> it was weird. Like I thought it was going to be like kind of fun and, and like lit when buddy and all like the lion boosters and alumni and supporters came and camped out on the field to like protect the field from like bad vandalism. And I did shenanigans. like that part. It's just, it was just like showing solidarity and fun. You didn't like it? I did like oh, it. Oh, yeah. I liked yeah. it, too. Yeah. Like, I thought that it was going to be, like, yes, like, a fun mm-hmm. rivalry ep. And um, that was, like, the only fun thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, Buddy was in this episode for, like, one second, and he was the only fun and good thing of the whole episode. Yeah. Buddy actually had my favorite part of the episode at the barbecue when he was like, oh, I'm just going to test your food to make sure it's not poison or something like that. <laughs> and he's that. like, oh, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy. Yeah. So, um, again, Coach is just like, I guess, like, would try to make everyone feel like chill and normal about getting prepared for, for rivalry week until there's drama like there always is. This is not the first time they've used a website to create drama. Yeah, like, Dylan is really coming into, like, the digital, like, cyberbullying age. Like, someone took a beginner computer science course and learned the basics of HTML. Remember when we took that weird class and we had to code, like, and make it look like a house? Yeah, that was really hard. That was really hard. (laughs) I don't think we did it. Didn't we get... We did, like... Didn't we get boys to do it for us? I know I just set back the human race hundreds of years by saying that, but... But it's technically still not our fault because we... Like, they still knew it and we didn't. So why did they know it before we did? That's true. Why is it so much easier for them to catch on? Yeah, because they were probably, like... Someone was probably, like, teaching them coding when they were, like, babies. Or they're just nerds. No offense to coders. But probably Dylan could have hired like those types of like students or kids or someone on their team that's like knows the basics. Right. So he creates, um, well, he or she <laughs> creates <Sure. laughs> um, com, which I went to. Unfortunately, not a real site. Damn, I'm surprised that it was like, did you mean lioneater.com? <laughs> and you're like, no, no, I don't mean that. Um, I'm against trophy hunting and Cecil the lion. R.I.P. Um, so basically it's a website with all the mug shots of everyone on the lions who had been arrested and what they are arrested for. Yeah, like their rap sheet essentially. Which is really shitty. It's so because shitty. Because the whole point of the lions is that it was kids that maybe didn't have that great of a past and now they've rehabilitated themselves through coach taylor's guiding hands and Man now molding, they king, are king making now they're you know on the right track yeah so um, to dredge it all back up again is really um like it's like a low blow it really is and um it's also like framed in this show in this context where like the crimes that they um have all done are not like horrible shitty like heinous crimes like they're petty crimes um so that's also shitty for the players because like it's stuff that they've either been able to put behind them or have moved on from because obviously like they're not in prison or jail or whatever 
Um, so it's not like outing them isn't like for the better good of the community or like for society. It's just like, it's for revenge. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, on this kind of, um, note, I guess that's how they go into the game. Mm -hmm. So the game is, um, for the oil rig trophy, which is hilarious. But doesn't Coach even still say, like, don't get blinded by rage? Like, like play. Like, I know you're pissed off and, like, we're all pissed off, but, like, use it to your advantage. Yeah, I mean, he He's would still say pushing that. that message. Yeah. And he, that's all what he always wants. He, like, right. doesn't ever want them to play, you know, stupid football or football ruled by emotions. He wants them to, like, be the best men they can be. But, like, again... It's the same with the kingdom game. Like, they, like, they can only take so much. Yeah. Before. Like, they're only human. Yeah. And now they're so good at football that that's the best way, you know, like, the best revenge yeah. is to beat them at their own game. Literally. Literally. Yeah. Coach is, like, super pissed. They're all pissed and sad. Coach, like, confronts the Panthers boosters and, like, yells at them. Well, he walks in on a booster meeting right in the middle of fucking Randy's joke about groping women. Like Randy can drop dead as far as I'm concerned. Like, this is just, like, I can't believe that that was part of it. Why it even had to be, like, yeah. Well, it's just to be, like, look how bad these Panthers are. And look how good Coach Taylor is. Ugh, we'll, we'll get, get to, to that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, like, sort of, like, gassing up Coach Taylor to, like, be the best in this ep, in these, like... <sighs> but there's another side to it, okay? Yeah, there's two sides to every story. But obviously, Randy heinous. Yeah, Randy's the worst. Basically, after he talks to... The Panther boosters and coaches. No one owns up to the making of the website. Yeah, like we know that it's tied to the Panthers, but there's never like a reveal or like, you know, it's not yeah. like Nashville where they're overhearing it from the next room. Like, lol was in our website. So funny. Yeah, but we just, we at this point, we know the Panthers, we know they'll stoop to any level. Yeah. But also they talked about how it was like a crime, but like it never seemed to really be something investigated by like authorities. I don't really think it's a crime. Like aren't people's, well, I guess they're minors. Yeah. Could maybe be the only thing, but for the most part, criminal records are pretty easily accessible, right? That's the whole point. Yeah. Um, But what do I know? Um, Basically, so this is the part, this is the mood. (laughs) That the Panthers and Lions are going into the game with. With the Panthers thinking they have one over on the Lions and the Lions having something to prove once again. Yeah, totally. So the Panthers are losing badly. The Lions are dominating. Yeah, at this point, the... Like, the Lions still have something to prove, but at this point, they actually have the skills to back it up. Yeah. um, Like, use that like drive to like um to win and to like win by a lot yeah and um we talked about this before 
but the we don't really understand like what's going on with like this like crazy ascension to being undefeated and the Panthers being bad. Right. We don't know like what's like where this balance came from at this point. Yeah. So we wish that the rivalry week had been explored more because yeah, at this point it just seems like the Panthers are, I mean, the Lions are all of a sudden undefeated Um, champions. They're amazing. Yeah. And they're really from like zero to hero and the Panthers have fallen so far. But like, and was it, did they just fall in this one game? Have they been falling the seat right. like the whole season? Like, and is it down to like the, you know, like not having coach Taylor, having like Wade as a shitty coach, like not, you know, like the line down the town. Yeah. Just like left all the good players in East Dillon, surprisingly. Like, we just don't know. Yeah. It's just, like, very... This whole, like, game, I think, was glazed over to focus on, like, other issues. But we're still emotionally invested yeah, in the Panthers and in the journey that we've, you know, seen. So we wish that they had focused on It's just that a bit weird. more. So they are winning by a lot. They're good and they know they're good. They're beating their butts. <laughs> And so, in the, like, final seconds of the game, like, the last play that's, like, about to happen, um, the Panther, or the Lions are supposed to, like, take a knee, and even, like, the announcers, like, looks like they're gonna take a knee, like, that's just the expected play. Yeah, like, not positive if we've ever seen that before, even, like when the Panthers would be beating people. Like, I don't crazy. think so. Cause it seems like every game we ever see is like, it's down to like the wire. Yeah. Um, or also, we never really like see this kind of, you know, rivalry. Vince goes off script uh-huh. and he's flexing. He's feeling himself. He's does- flossing. <laughs> and just- yes, I just watched a beach. Hello. <laughs> and, he um, takes that opportunity to break from the play. They don't take a knee. He decides to throw it like a fucking 60-yard pass all the way down the field. The farthest throw ever in human history, perhaps. And definitely like the farthest throw he's ever thrown. So yeah, like Coach also, Taylor explicitly says So that. he like chooses this moment of all moments to like do this really cool, would be cool mm-hmm. and amazing thing, but in the context of this game and in this like and it's unsportsmanlike yeah. manner. It's, it's not sucks. heroic. Yeah. And Hastings catches it and they score another touchdown, like just because that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so unnecessary and stupid. And it throws every, like all the coaching every staff adult. are a loop and yeah. the players are like just on one. So they obviously are happy because of the shit with the website that went down. Yeah. That's they got like their revenge. Right. Um, but coach is immediately like basically cussing out Vince and is like, what the hell were you thinking? Blah, blah, blah. Typical coach. Yeah. Mad daddy. Like screaming. Um, and Vince does see that he was wrong, but he really brushes it off and he's like, what was I supposed to do? Like we won, like, look at us. We're amazing. Yeah. Um, and you know, we can't, blame him because we see where he was coming from but at the same time we also see that coach like that's what he really values is a 
a sportsmanlike, gentlemanly game, and that's not what he's getting out of these players. No. And then we see, like, Crawley, like, just being (laughs) devastated by... Heartbroken, disgusted. He, like, looks like... He just sits alone in a dark office and he's like, I don't feel much like celebrating. Yeah, because like because coaches like we're all going to go like sheepishly after the team leaves and all like the yelling is stopped. He's like, we're going to go to buddies and have a beer. And Crawley's like, I don't feel much like celebrating. It's so sad. And Imagine he's, and he's, uh, disappointing him. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like. Um, he like gave up his like OG career as like a Panther coach and came here. And this is the same shit that the Panthers were pulling, like same attitude, same shitty, like the whole reason why he left because he wanted to be part of something good and building something from scratch. And now Mm -hmm. that he's built them up, they're like turning on him (laughs) becoming assholes. Yeah. Which is exactly what he didn't want. Yeah. It's like. The episode where, like, they played a dirty football, was that the Kingdom episode where they yeah. ended up playing kind of dirty? Well, it just, like, yeah, it just happened. So, yeah. obviously, it's a pattern. And Crawley, I think even that episode was like, we don't play this kind of football, Coach, mm-hmm. when Coach is kind yeah. of letting them act yeah. a little bit crazy. So, like, he really, um, like, upholds that value mm-hmm. in his team and in his players. And this is, like, not not great. Yeah. <laughs> not doing amazing, sweetie. Yeah, so that's where we leave them. And, like, as nice it is as it is that they now have the oil rig trophy, it's a bummer. Yeah, like, they didn't... It was not, like, great. Like, I don't feel happy. No, I feel sad. <laughs> I feel like crawly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like crawling in a hole and dying. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the episode doesn't give us, like, other feel-good stuff to, like latch on to or things that we can like oh yeah like you know everyone's still good and like Did you feel good about one thing in this episode besides buddy garrity tasting buddy jr's food <laughs> like it's such a little thing to hold on I to know. i honestly don't know i kind of was like cracked a teensy smile when billy made luke drink that gross smoothie that had chunks of lettuce in it but even but that then was you like, were also extremely distraught by the fact that Billy has a Vitamix and we don't. Yeah, that was a little bit of a discrepancy. <laughs> On par with the bacon grill. Yeah. Indoor. Indoor. Indoor grill. Bacon grill. There really wasn't anything good in this episode. Like, I didn't like this episode and... Like, like, how many times can we say we didn't like this episode before people are like, shut the fuck up and stop doing a podcast then? It's just because, like, I feel like, I don't know, lately there have been bad episodes and then they redeem themselves with, like, a really good, amazing one. Like, the road trip one. Like, that, like, where they actually go to play that game. Like, that episode was amazing. So it's just, like, where... Why don't they hit that stride every time? And why are they making us hate their fucking like main characters now? This is the end of the season. It's so super weird. And so, but I mean, it's not the end. It's the, it's the rising action. So obviously there's going to be some redemption. It's like, I just, we've come so far. It's just crazy (laughs) that we now hate coach and Tammy. Yeah. It's just crazy. Anyway, we'll get to that. 
So interwoven with the lead up to the rivalry game is all like the like ongoing scouting, recruiting, university crap. Yeah, with we Vince. saw like murmurs of this in the last couple episodes where we're like not sure if Ornette has his son's best interests at heart. Yeah, like where is he gonna just lead? doesn't understand or if he's like going against coach taylor on purpose but in this episode it's cemented that he he doesn't think that coach has vince's best interests right. at heart and he thinks that he knows the best way to get vince into a good school i also think that now that he's out of prison and like navigating the like real world whatever that this is all something that like he can focus on like throw himself into like become kind of a little bit like obsessed with and like control it but also like oh i haven't been a dad to my son this yeah is how i can there's be a, a dad lot of like and also like son's other dad stay, stay far away, away from my son because i'm his dad yeah there's a lot of like all of a sudden a lot of emotions and like unresolved things coming like, manifesting themselves in this, like, problem. Right. And in the end, no one wins. <laughs> That's the definition of toxic masculinity. Um. So, like, essentially, Ornette is, like, communicating with universities behind Coach's back and kind of, like, without Vince, really, in the loop. Yeah, so he has all this, um, like... I guess, for lack of a better word, swag yeah. from TMU. TMU. It's New Balance shoes. Some Under Armour shit. For, oh, yeah. Under Armour, not New Balance. Missed you, Under Armour. Um, a hoodie for Jess, a cap for Vince, all this stuff. Yeah. And Vince is like, uh, I, you can't take this. I can't take this. So can you give it back? Because obviously we know they're not allowed to accept gifts yeah. from scouts. Yeah, Vince is, like, he knows that it's bad. He still, like, kind of, like, trusts Ornette a little bit, especially after, like, the canard shakedown. He's, like, and because Jess is, like, 100% skeptical. She is, yeah. like... She doesn't even like that he's living at home No, again. she is, like, staying objective AF, and Vince is um, sort of becoming, like, a fan of his dad. But how could you not... If you were Vince, yeah, like you, yeah, you would be like that magic would be working on right. you, and, and you also would be like, like, I don't like, isn't it? I mean, quote this whole thing is in quotes. Isn't it every kid's dream to have their parents get back together or whatever? Yeah, you know? totally. Like that. Like he moves back in. His mom is like on cloud love, nine. Yeah. She is like blissed out. She is not going to see anything that's happening around her or around them because she's just like so stoked. So Jess is like that one person that's just mm-hmm. like, um, like is this cool? Like yeah, watch out, but for not that. really taking a side, which no. we see when. Coach Taylor kind of gets wind of the TMU gifts and is like, is Ornette, is Vince's dad like talking to scouts or something? And Mm -hmm. she's like, uh, I don't know. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. Like, of course, like she's going to like, um, like she's just going to do her in a, in a tiny little way. Like she's just saying, like staying out of like the major conflict. Yeah. Um, so also, like, he has this stuff. We see him take, like, phone calls where he's, like, obviously talking to universities and doing, like, a really shitty job of, like, mm-hmm. hiding it because he's trying to, like, be, 
like Mr. like cool dad guy and also doesn't right. want to like let the whole secret go. Um, and then we see him like schmoozing with scouts at the rivalry game, like in the stands, similar to what he did. Yeah, being like, last that's game. my boy. Yeah. Um, and he's also showing up to practice and like being soups obnox- obnoxious on like the sidelines. Joe McCoy. Oh, kind of. True Joe, Joe. Yeah. He. I'm thinking he knows the best and being like, stop you know, reigning in Vince, he's, you know, he's got an arm on him or like, let him run free or whatever. Yeah. And like Jason street, who weirdly is there. He's just there is now. Like, um, <laughs> FYI, this is not good coach. And coach is like, Oh, I know. Yeah. He's like, no shit. <laughs> yep. I know. <laughs> but as like Jason, like is still an outsider coming into the situation. So coach still thinks that he has that like agreement between him and Ornette about all scouting runs through him so even though Ornette is like you know really trying to be a sideline parent coach kind of guy coach is just like whatever it's just noise like right I still have control over my team and my and my guys um but it all comes to a head at the barbecue which oh god Tammy like doesn't want to put on but she puts on because it's rivalry week and all the team is there and it looks actually like a fun ass time. It really does look fun. All um, these people come together. It's like the whole town. Exactly. Tammy was like, there's going to be 300 people at this barbecue. And I was like, that's How like, big is your fucking yard possible to have 300 people in your house Maybe and yard. Maybe it's like staggered. Like it's like open house, you like know, a like come through? between 12 and eight. Yeah. And people just come whenever. All I could think about watching that barbecue was that... How much garbage it made. Oh my God. How much garbage and how much meat, dude. Like it was... It single-handedly caused climate change. (laughs) That one barbecue. Yeah. Yeah, It was a little bit like anxiety inducing. Like Um, there's a part where like But we know that there's at least one veggie burger for Julie. Oh my God. Our queen. I can't wait to talk about Julie. Okay. But there's one part where Tammy's like holding a pack of craft singles and they're like falling out of the package and there's like plastic wrapping and then each cheese slice is wrapped in plastic and I was just like You can't let it you can't you can't you can't. This is I was like, when will death take me? <laughs> like when Julie and Luke were talking and they were like trying to shove a garbage bag into like a huge ass garbage tub because yeah. there was too much garbage. <laughs> it was like Texas sized garbage for sure. Yeah. And you know all those tablecloths are disposable. But Tammy's a busy mom. Like what do we expect? We can't be like That's the Tammy, thing. like I hope Gracie has fucking cloth diapers and I hope that all of these players have biodegradable cutlery like it's just not realistic in texas no, the fucking that's why we have to have individual responsibility and just do what we can do only it's a hundred percent true okay th- that being said <laughs> um i'm actually doing a thing this is an invite to everyone listening okay called climate action challenge and you can find it at climateactionchallenge.com and it's four weeks of really easy challenges like week one is no Water, plastic water bottles or coffee cups which i already do so i just bring a thermos and a water bottle everywhere and then week two is like energy and week three is like not buying anything extra okay so if anyone else wants to join me you can follow them on instagram and um i'm just doing it for the next month that's and cool. it might be fun if we all do it together it will be fun anyway lots of plastic at the barbecue we can't dwell on it <laughs> <laughs> i just had to say it because like it was i had the it same stuck thought. with me yeah. Whew. 
so yeah, it comes, um, coach confronts Ornette at the barbecue, basically being like, you talking to universities behind my back? Like, but we had that agreement right. though. Trying to keep it cool. Totally. At He's just like, talk to me, man to man. Like yeah. what's up? And then, and then it quickly becomes like battle of the daddies. <laughs> um, Ornette becomes extremely defensive and extremely hostile towards coach. Essentially like coaches, like little, like, um, like ask and like want to know, like really became like a gesture. A, an of, attack. Yeah. Like it yeah. was just not taken well. And I do think um, like Ornette is obviously like threatened by coach, which is why he reacts so strongly. Right. Um, as well as like, you know, trying to assert his manhood. Yeah, he's trying to, like, get back into the swing of things. And also, like, we sort of said this before, but, like, you know, he's not, like, rehabilitated from being in prison. Right. So how you would handle with, like, um, like confrontation or someone threatening you. Yeah. If you think he's learning, like, realistic day-to-day strategies to manage confrontation and stress in jail... You're living in a fantasy world. No, yeah. So obviously he's going to go to a place that he, where he knows like that he can succeed. So it's like, it's not really the Ornette that we've seen up until this point. We mm-hmm. saw a little bit with the canard thing. And now it's just like evident that this is like him kind of coming to the surface. Right. Like all the like niceties of like being home and being, um, like a free man. It's um, all on the surface. Yeah. And like there is something obviously bigger and darker. Yeah. So it, it boils down to like coach doesn't know what's best for Vince or net knows what's best, best for him. And like you better like that agreement we had wasn't really a real agreement. Like right. I thought that was just kind of like a, like we never really did anything with it. Like I don't remember it being quite like that. Like all kind of manipulative kind of like, mm-hmm. like gaslighting. Yeah. And they like he leaves it on very bad terms with and coach. vince gets a whiff of it yeah like i don't think he hears the whole thing but he like clues in that something's going on and you can see by the end of it he does side with ornette yeah because, because he, he finally has his dad right back and then that's what um kind of I guess prompts him to do the final big throw at the end of the game. Yeah. Cause his dad, the whole time on the sidelines is like, this kid can throw 60 yards. Yeah. Like da, 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 da. So it's like, I'll show he, everyone. Like, chooses yeah. The dad, not the dad that he needs or deserves, but no. it's the dad that he wants in that moment. Yeah. So we can talk about Jason a teensy bit. Cause he came up like in the Ornette, Vince yeah. saga. Like, so, there's not a lot. There's to not a lot. Say. He's just it's like cameo. He's yeah. He's back in town. We see a familiar face. He's back in town for rivalry week, and yeah. um, naturally he's with the Panthers. But it's a little weird because we know the Panthers suck. Yeah. It, he, well, imagine like you basically. I mean, your life has changed irrevocably, and you're kind of fucked up. <laughs> I mean, your life is harder. Yeah. um, Now. And then you look back at the Panthers and they suck. And it's like, for what? Yeah. That's, that's really dark and sad. This is the kind of stuff that like needs to be flushed out. And then they're just like, 
this game kind of happens. Like, Jason's kind of yeah. here. Like, they don't really marry that mm-hmm. relationship. And, like, I thought the whole point of him being there was to sort of, like, reconcile his feelings you know, instead of just being like this little dude who hands out business cards and that's like yeah. why he's in the episode. Well, he's in the episode to like plant the seed in Coach's head. Yeah. Where he's like, we want you for colleges again. Yeah, like people are asking about you right. in like the biz. So at the know. beginning of the episode, Coach is like, I love my life. I love my <laughs> wife. I love my job. I love my team. I hate one of my daughters, but soon she's going to move out. But she's a my slut, other daughter so she brought it upon herself. fine for now. <laughs> um, so he really makes it clear that he's super happy where he is. But then at the end of the episode, you can kind of see him like reevaluating and he gets a call from a university that wants him as the head coach, mm-hmm. not as the assistant coach. So that's why it's there to like plant. That's why pretty much why Jason is there to plant the seed yeah. of like <coughs> what's going to happen to the Taylors after this after, season is like, done. Exactly. Like, and where are their lives going? So that's why Jason's here. Um, yeah. So he's married. He's going to force his wife to have another kid. Yeah, he literally, like, <laughs> brings up the fact that he, like, made her, like, keep the baby in this episode, too. He's, like, took her a lot of convincing, but, like, look at now what we have or There's something. There's no just, like, shame. It's just, like, we are over this. Don't bring it up anymore. Yeah. It's, like, on this new season of Jersey Shore, how, like, Ron can't stop talking about his, like, ex-girlfriend from, like, all the other years ago. And people are just, like, she's not even here. Like, move on from this. Like, it doesn't matter anymore can't move on boys like can't no they're like obsessed um yeah jason is so obsessed with that <laughs> not letting his wife have an abortion he loves it it's like he probably um, like talks contrasted about it all the time. with luke and becky where they are forcibly trying to make us forget <laughs> yeah that becky so like, like luke and becky's story is like very dramatic and dark and adult yes it really like is. i've been saying the whole time they are trying to make it into this cutesy rom-com ass like it just doesn't make sense with where the characters are in their lives and it's really it does a disservice to like becky and doesn't let her like have growth and it like makes luke look like a sociopath in this episode, this episode. yeah it's crazy like i texted you and i was like okay i can't like reconcile this anymore or like i can't like suspend my disbelief anymore because it's not just like you know they were apart and then they found each other again like they can frame it for like a like a primetime show this the way that the turn it takes in this episode it's just like like you could have just done the cute thing and and capped it and it would have just like lived and then you bring in this angle where they're trying to date each other they're trying to be flirty and then billy gives luke the advice to like ignore becky and kind of like treat her like shit which is a bad thing on its own it's like a classic billy bad advice it's classic billy bad advice and also hilarious if it was any other situation but it's also like classic bad advice in general like treat a girl like shit so that she'll like you right and but this is the wrong girl billy (laughs) and luke this is the wrong girl that's that's just why i said it was like billy bad advice like he's just 
being an idiot. You can't like if it was. Does even Billy know about the abortion? No. Yeah. Mindy doesn't even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that. Um. So we can't really fault Billy because he's just being himself. Yeah. But but for Luke, Luke to go ahead and be like, great, I'll be mean to her. Um, you're gonna be mean to the girl who like aborted your baby. That's like taking it to the next level. Yeah, that is like unforgivable behavior it is disgusting because if i were her i'd be like oh do you hate me because i aborted (laughs) your baby like quote unquote obviously yeah she's not like standing in like the middle of the barbecue going like oh my god but i don't even think that she i don't think that the writers want her to think that we're not supposed to think she thinks that But how could she think anything else? They should have just not even gone to this point. Like, this is just, like, the stupidest thing ever. And um, and then when Becky... Because Becky's, like, fucking cool. And she's like, hey, I don't like the way you're treating me. Like, says it straight to Luke's face. Obviously, I like when you're nice to me. Yeah, and he's like, oh, my God. You like it when I'm nice to you? Like, blindsided. Like, can't believe it. And it's just like... Who the fuck are you? Um, like, it's really, really crazy. Because it, how cute would this storyline be is if, it, if they, like, talked about how they had been through so much as individuals and a couple, and they're, like, found their way back together. Yeah, like, we still want to be together somehow. Yeah. Um, but... <sighs> It's just not good. Not good. No. And then the shit with Julie is just like, we're adding insult to injury. Every single second that I'm alive <laughs> is adding insult to injury. Um, okay, what? how do we even start? Okay, basically, Julie's living at home, and Coach and Tammy are being really annoying. They are being, like straight up assholes to her yeah they're making her do so many chores as a way to get her to quote unquote take responsibility for her life i just hate that they're just like you do like she's doing nothing around here like someone needs to do something it'll get julie off her butt it'll get her like doing something tammy literally says that julie can't even leave the house like how do you as Are a counselor not recognize this behavior see that that's depression yes like she or like extreme social anxiety yeah like they are basically being like she's a piece of she's shit. lazy she just wanted to quit school yeah they are not like diving into this issue at all or maybe asking her like hey why don't you want to leave the house why are you so sad why are you so withdrawn is or is not tammy a counselor See, this is the mighty trail of her education and work history that we could never truly get to the bottom of. Right. Like, what's your training, bro? Can't see any evidence of any kind of awareness of any kind of like a kid, a kid in distress. And Tammy's like, well, maybe this is just proving our point. Tammy can take care of any kid that's not her kid. Coach can take care of any kid that's not his kid. Yes, because back to, like, they're, like, having a rough time with Julie, and the team's having a rough time with the, 
website. So Tammy's like, let's throw this barbecue. It'll be a morale building barbecue. And then she's like, I don't want to do it, but I have to do it. And then she's like, actually, it'll give Julie something to do. So let's throw the barbecue for that reason alone so that Julie will do something. And then coach is all stressed out. Invite hundreds of rowdy boys into the house. The perfect thing for someone who's been through a sexual trauma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Coach is, like, all upset about the website and, like, about his players and blah, blah, blah. And Tammy's like, oh, like, don't, you know, worry about them. Like, you know that they're your boys and that they're good kids, like, regardless of any past crime. Which, again, the crimes aren't bad and horrible, but, like, who's to say that if they, like, if they were something a little bit worse or crazy, like, if, you know. Right, right the sentiment like would, would be still, the same right. and tammy's just like these are your boys like they are they don't like they've changed like they don't do anything bad like you've you've made them the men that they are today right and they have like no ounce of that energy for julie whatsoever no and like i feel like sometimes the show like skirts towards getting it right like when coach is like julie's i mean tammy's gonna go get julie's books which is, I mean, we'll talk about it in a second. Oh, my God. But um, Coach is like, well, why don't you track down that TA and, like, tell him or tell the dean that yeah, he's, like, that fucking he's, like, students. Stu- with students. Because, like, yes, you should do that. But it's kind of, like, played for a little bit of a joke. Um, as in, like, imagine doing that. Like, that would be so crazy. And then Tammy says, it takes two to tango. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Sorry. I, can't, I, can't. I had to say it. And then, but Coach is, like... Like, don't say that. Like, he's, like, a little bit thrown off by the fact that she would say that. And Tammy's just like, well. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it so much. Coach is, like, a little bit trying to, like, I think he's, like, instinctively going in, like, a bit of a... Because he deals with boys. So, like, if he, like, he just would try to, like, set that boy straight. Right. You know? Yeah. So, but, but Tammy's Tammy just like doesn't not even think that he has any anything. responsibility. Yeah, Ugh, it's so horrible. I want to rescue Julie from her stupid family. I feel so heartbroken for her, and not only that, but Coach didn't make her a tofu scramble because he's too busy. They're shoving fucking meat down rude. His throats, like, and Tammy's just like, no, you can have cereal. Like, fuck you. That's not even nutritious. You don't even care about is her. Way better for you. Think of the protein and like the vegetables. The turmeric itself is so anti-inflammatory. Uh huh. <coughs> um. So as we said, in an effort to make Julie take responsibility for her life, Tammy goes to the school to get Julie's books so she can study for exams from home. Yeah, and, like, a case study or something or that they've made for her for, like, probably lost time or lost Yeah, like work. an independent Yeah, study. something like that. Yeah. Um, and she goes, she to, goes to the Professor office. Devin's office looking for Professor Devin's, but obviously <laughs> Derek is there. Like, of course he would be there. And... Like, I disagree with Tammy in every conceivable way for the last, like, 10 episodes. <laughs> but I thought that Connie Britton did an amazing acting, the acting job. Like, just how, like, her eyes are a little bit, like, misty. And yeah. she, like, and that, hates him so much. The body much, language But she's also, changes. like, 
she sees like why Julie would have like chosen him or like what she saw in him. Yeah, like and then she also was just like had so much disappointment for Julie, you know. It's it's like yeah, she obviously becomes like shook when she realizes who she's like face to face with. Mm-hmm. And then it's like could a puzzle piece be dropping into place for her right. or does that's, it just fuel her rage? It is like hard to see like how she's taking it. Mm-hmm. Like she obviously is like going through like a major yeah, like, shift. Your head's but exploding. But is she seeing like this is a grown man with a grown man's job and he took advantage of my daughter? Or is she just like, so this is the guy yeah. that Julie threw it all away for, you know? Like, yeah. it could be either way. Yeah, there's no, like, we don't know what her takeaway is mm-hmm. from that moment. But she's obviously distressed. But then, when she comes home and gives Julie her books, because she didn't tell Julie she was going to the no. school. Julie thought that she was at the game and doing, like, Friday shit the whole time. Um, Julie, like, this is, like, an opportunity. And Julie mm-hmm. kind of, like initiates the conversation. Where did you get these? I just drove to Burleson. Did you talk to Derek? Mm -hmm. What did he say? This, uh, we've had these like tiny moments before where like, Tammy, all she wants to do is talk and, mm-hmm. like, you know, be there for Julie. And Julie throws her bones all the time. Yeah. And when Julie's actually, like, ready to talk and is, like, making herself available and vulnerable, Tammy, like, shuts it down. Tammy's only interested when it's, like, on her watch. And it's something that she can, like, forcibly, like, make Julie talk about. Well, it's when Tammy has, like, a prepared speech. Like, a lesson. When she thinks she knows what's going on. But this is clearly, like, Tammy's, like, a fish out of water. Has no idea how to deal with the situation. And, like, I guess they're all just, like, too close to the situation. Yeah. Because Julie, I mean, Tammy can obviously give great advice to someone who's been raped and someone who's grappling with whether or not to have an abortion. Yeah. But she can't even, like, deal with her own daughter having been, you know, taken advantage yeah. of or whatever. And it doesn't even have to be, like, a full-fledged, like, deep dive or huge conversation, but it can be, like, a little bit more of a connection mm-hmm. so that maybe Julie doesn't feel so, like, abandoned or, like, right. in her own home. Yeah. Like, okay, so, you know, my mom recognized a little bit more of, like, what's going on or, like, you know because at this point like not even julie truly realizes what happened to mm-hmm. her she just thinks like you she know, just she hooked up with a guy and then his like crazy ex-wife right came around like she doesn't really fully realize the like no. breach of trust and power but that that's like gone down. sick feeling yeah. that you have right. is there right so she's like there's obviously something like mm-hmm. inherently wrong with this because like it's sh- just like it sucks that Tammy isn't reaching out in any way. Like I just like no fucking wonder what happens next, you know? No fucking wonder. <sighs> like obviously she's going to run back to the only man that's ever been nice to her in her whole life. Yeah. The only person who's ever like been nice to her like, and like sa- she feels safe with. That like she like you can equate she can equate with like the second that like he left or we separated like everything went horrible 
And she's going to become... Actually, I don't think she'll become her mom. I hope not. I really <laughs> don't think... Because I know we're all... We all say, like, we're never going to become our parents. And then we, right. like, literally all are. Like, the most. <laughs> but I feel like Julie has always had, like, a bit of, like, a distance from that. And mm-hmm. especially, like, the behavior... And the, like, values of yeah. her parents. Well, the values she thinks they have. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if she will be a full-fledged Tammy. She might be, like, a half Tammy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a Tammy, Tammy uh, Moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like, I just... Like, like once again, huge bummer. This episode was the worst. Even um, I was also really bummed out by this tiny storyline where Jess wants Coach to write her. I forgot all about write her that. a recommendation letter, and he's like, "Yeah, just write one, and I'll sign it." He blew her off two times with that. Well, but behind the scenes, it was like, yeah, he like called and gave a personal recommendation to this dude. And, like, Jess is, like, shocked that he would do that. To him, it's just, like, it's not a thing. Yeah. Of course he'd do it. But it's, like, it's kind of, like, a harsh realization of, like, her, like, it's just the way that adults are. Because how many fucking times have you written yourself a letter of something and just been given it to like your boss or your teacher or your mom to sign to sign it like, yeah you have to take responsibility for yourself <laughs> in this world okay tammy i'm just saying no one's gonna look out for you no but i also just hated like the way that like when she was asking him about it the second time and he was just like oh i did it for you but he didn't like tell her that he did that and then his next question to her was just about Vince. Yeah. Like he basically was like, your thing's not important. I already did it. Yeah. Like this is my actual bread and butter. So it's important to me. So she yeah. is like a like second fiddle to whatever's going on with right. the boys. Yeah. It was a, how many times do I have to say bummer? <laughs> yeah. We're not doing great in season five. No. Um, which sucks because it's the last season and I'd like to go with a bang, but impossible. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to wrap this puppy. Yeah. Um, Wrapping it in honor of Jason Street. Oh, yeah. The original puppy. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.